Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 66 westbound still slow into Centerville and in Maryland on Route 4 southbound still jammed from Wayson's toward Dunkirk. Traffic was initially held for crash investigation at Lower Pendle Road. Some might be getting by using the service road. Traffic centers presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Our forecast from Steve Rudin. Cloudy skies moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight with scattered showers, perhaps a few snow showers farther to the west along the I-81 corridor. Temperatures in the 40s. Any wet weather will draw to a close come early tomorrow morning. We'll see skies begin to clear with highs in the mid-40s. We're in the 40s on Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we're at 48 in the nation's capital. At 459. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up, police in Arlington County are releasing more information about that massive home explosion last night, including identifying the man who was killed inside. The strange reputation of the house that exploded. No one ever saw anyone go in or out. I'm Nick Ainelli. Did you just get some tiny roommates when mice think your home is nice? I'm Kate Ryan. Well, finally, a breakthrough on the hold on hundreds of military promotions in the Senate. We'll talk to WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. On Wall Street today, the Dow is off by 80 points and NASDAQ was up 44. WTOP at 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Israel's moving further now into southern Gaza, and spokesman Elon Livy says it's some of its heaviest fighting since the world started. The fighting is intense, and we are talking not only about aerial bombardments, but close-quarter fighting in which our troops are engaging terrorists who are emerging from tunnels and buildings. Meantime, CBS's Chris Livesay tells us families of hostages are pleading with the prime minister. We've been speaking to the loved ones of hostages, parents of hostages, and they tell us that, you know, with the breakdown of that ceasefire and the breakdown of negotiations, it it fills them with anguish. Ukraine's president was a no-show today on Capitol Hill. CBS's Linda Kenyon. President Zelensky was to address senators via a secure video about the urgent need for Congress to provide more aid to Ukraine. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer made the announcement, saying only that something happened at the last minute. Many Republicans who attended the hearing actually walked out, including Senator Mitt Romney, not because Zelensky canceled, but because, he said, it was a waste of time. Romney says he wants more security at the southern border. There's an update on that massive home explosion in Virginia. Arlington police have identified the suspect who fired at the more than 30 times from a flare-type gun Monday night. Chief Andy Penn. Based on the preliminary investigation of this incident, we believe that the resident of the home, James U, 56, of Arlington, is the involved suspect. They say he's presumed dead and that human remains have been located and the medical examiner will work to ID them and determine the cause of death. That's CBS's Matt Piper. Actors have another three hours to vote on a new contract in Hollywood. CBS's Elise Preston is there. Some members uh, have been saying that the contract does not do enough to protect them from AI restrictions. And they're worried about not just what that means for today, but two and a half years from now when they have to go back to the drawing table for a new contract. If approved, this would officially end a months-long strike. 
Just four candidates will hit the debate stage tomorrow in Alabama for the fourth Republican primary presidential debate. Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, Vivek Ramaswamy and Ron DeSantis. Donald Trump opted out again. Ahead of 2024, CBS's Jen Clark also tells us young voters are opting out. A new Harvard youth poll shows that not even half of 18 to 29 year olds are planning on voting next year, which is down from 57 percent back in 2019. More than 40 percent of those voters say that they don't trust any of the candidates abilities to deal with issues like the Israel Hamas war, climate change or gun violence. Forty one million Gen Zers will be eligible. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 503 on Tuesday, December the 5th. We have clouds in the area. Temperatures right now are in the upper 40s. Some rain comes in later tonight. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Breaking news on WTOP out of Arlington on that house explosion last night. Arlington County Police are now identifying the man inside that house. He was 57 year, I'm sorry, 56 year old James Yu. Police say Yu was the only one inside that duplex when it exploded. FBI Assistant Director in charge of the D.C. field office, Dave Sunberg, says Yu was not unknown to the FBI. The individual Chief Penn referenced had previously communicated with the FBI via phone calls, online tips, and letters over a number of years. I would characterize these communications as primarily complaints about alleged frauds he believed were perpetrated against him. The information contained therein and the nature of those communications did not lead to opening any FBI investigations. Well, police were called to the house on North Burlington Street about 445 yesterday for the report of gunshots. Officers eventually ended up breaking down the front door after a four-hour standoff and deploying what police call non-flammable chemical munitions to try to coax you out of the house. Well, the house exploded about 8.30. It shattered homes and car windows. It uh, injured several Arlington County police officers, although they had minor injuries. Police say they are still trying to determine what caused the massive explosion. And as we just told you, the FBI has had interaction with James Yu. WTOP's Nick Ionelli has those details. James Yu, the man who lived at the house that exploded, had contacted the FBI several times through phone calls, online tips and letters, claiming that he was the victim of fraud. Yu was an unusual person who had a history of posting paranoid rants on social media. Arlington County Police say they don't know much about him, only that neighbors had complained a couple of times about too much noise coming from his house. Melissa Hernandez lives nearby. She says the house always had the windows covered with paper. It was a house that was known to be a strange place. Yeah, it was, especially for this neighborhood where there's a lot of character and a lot of neighbor interaction and friendliness, and no one ever saw anyone from that house. Oh, you actually never saw him ever? Nope, I've never seen him i would see the car there most times but um nothing nothing ever in or out of the house in arlington nick Ainelli, wtop news stay with wtop more details as we go through the evening 505 in other news tonight it'll be the same 11 faces on the prince george's county council next year but brand new leadership could mean a much different tone when work begins in January after a caddy 2023. More from WTOP's John Doman. Chair Ivy. It sounds so good. Calvin Hawkins and every other council member back to Jolene Ivy as the new council chair for the upcoming year, something that's been expected for much of this year. And in her first speech as the chair, she kept using the word unity. We're going to have a hard fight ahead 
to make sure that we can take care of our residents and to do the things that we're obligated to do. But she acknowledged the need for more economic growth as county leaders brace for difficult decisions in next year's budget. We just have to make sure that everybody's included on making those decisions. Her vice chair in 2024 will be Sydney Harrison. In Largo, John Dome and WTOP News. There are pledges to get aggressive when it comes to Montgomery County's economic climate. So what's behind that? The leadership at the Montgomery County Council is changing. The 11-member council elected Andrew Friedson as its new council president. In the coming weeks, I'll be announcing some key first steps that will show our commitment to a bold new economic development vision. Council member Kate Stewart will serve as vice president and says she looks forward to working with Friedson. Stewart says she even enjoyed the times when they've disagreed on the council. Because I have always found you to be a fair and honest broker who really respects people and their viewpoints. Friedson and Stewart were voted in with 10 votes cast. Council member Sidney Katz was absent from the day's session. 5.07 as the temperatures start to drop. You might find some surprise guests in your home, along with the usual suspects. One of the wildest things John Simpkins, owner of Mid-Atlantic Wildlife Control, has found. We've removed up to six-foot-long alligators out of city homes before. A more common issue, mice. Keeping mice out starts with sealing off their entry points. Your garage, utility lines, foundation vents, under your siding. He's not big on poisons or glue traps, but he does recommend trapping. The old conventional wooden snap traps that people have been using forever. And for those who don't want to live with mice but don't want to kill them. There's actually several dozen different designs of live capture traps now. They can re-release them humanely without ever even having to touch the animals. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. A D.C. restaurant where you can pay to be blindfolded. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 508. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Turning into a tough trip on the outer loop in Virginia from Tyson's through Annandale, getting slower and slower on 495. Delays lead south into the Springfield interchange. The small truck caught on fire late last hour between the 95 south and 395 north ramps. Firefighters still hitting the truck and the cargo with water. Many lanes on the outer loop remain blocked on the left. Two right lanes are getting by on wet pavement through the Springfield interchange on the outer loop. Interloop is uh, in slow condition between 123 and the 270 Spur, 66 westbound. Volume delays are peaking through Oakton and Centerville into Manassas. 95 southbound slow from Belvoir into Woodbridge. Crash in the express lanes near Dale City cleared. In Maryland, Baltimore-Washington Parkway crash north of 202 is clear. Slow in stretches on the parkway and 95 hit it out of Laurel. I-97 northbound delays building out of Crownsville. Crash before Benfield Boulevard with a rescue response blocking at least one lane on I-97 North. No issues on 50 between Bowie and the Bay Bridge. Long-standing issue south of Wayson's on Route 4. Southbound traffic is still very slow, if not still stopped, with crash investigation ongoing near Lower Pendle Road. Why are America's freight railroads safe and getting safer? They equip dedicated rail employees with the training and tools they need for safe operations. Learn more at aar.org. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. That's
get our forecast now from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we head through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight, scattered showers will dot radar. Nothing that's terribly heavy in many neighborhoods will stay totally dry. Better chance for a little bit of wintry weather well west of D.C. We're talking in the mountains west of the I-81 corridor. It's not going to amount to a whole lot. Once this weather system moves on out of here, we're in the middle 40s tomorrow, mid 40s with sunshine on Thursday, and back into the 50s by Friday. I'm 7 News meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 45 now in Reston, 46 in Bethesda, National Mall checking in at 48. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Fewer high school graduates are enrolling in college, and now more than do are dropping out. The Student Clearinghouse Research Center says 62% of students who started college in 2017 have graduated. A third have permanently dropped out. Talking to co-workers about what each other makes is not a touchy subject as it used to be, apparently. A Robert Half survey says 45% of workers share salaries with colleagues. It jumps to 82% for Gen Zers. A popular 14th Street restaurant... Seven Reasons has completed its trade-up to a bigger restaurant at City Center, D.C. The new Seven Reasons also offers private waitlist-only parties called Surprise, where diners eat some dishes in blindfolds and have to solve puzzles to open their utensils. The Dow lost 80 points today. The S&P 500 down just three. The Nasdaq up 44. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. This report is sponsored by City Center DC. Brighten up the holiday season at City Center DC. Stroll underneath the twinkling lights of Palmer Alley or taste the holiday cheer in one of our delicious restaurants. Visit City Center DC in the heart of downtown DC. Well, coming up on WTOP, Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville is ending his block on hundreds of military promotions. Some breaking news on that this afternoon. We'll talk about it with WTOP's Mitchell Miller on the Hill next. 512. Grantchester's Morven Christie and Ozark's Peter Mullen star in Payback, a new Britbox original crime thriller from the creator of Line of Duty. I can't take your money. Why not? Your husband took it. That's why you're in this mess. When her husband is murdered, Lexi Noble learns the truth about his secret criminal life and soon becomes involved in a dangerous sting operation. My husband was not a criminal. Stream Payback and more must-see original series with a free trial at BritBox.com. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you're working in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area as a pipe fitter, pipe welder, or HVAC service technician, and you're interested in a better life, a better means to provide for yourself and your family, a way to make sure that you're earning the highest wages and the best benefits in our industry, Benefits that will provide you and your family with full medical coverage, not just when you're working, but when you're retired as well. Benefits that will provide you a monthly retirement income from your pension and a lump sum retirement savings too. Benefits that will set you up for life, all without having $1 deducted from your pay. If you're interested in these things, then Steamfitters UA Local 602 is the best option for you. 
So please visit our website at steamfitters-602.org. That's steamfitters-602.org. And let's talk about what we can do to help change your life. Coming up, the Commander's Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee has been announced. Some local college basketball takes center stage tonight. Sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. At the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program, we're helping you spend less on your prescriptions. With the FEP Medicare Prescription Drug Program, eligible members with Medicare can pay lower out-of-pocket costs for higher-cost drugs and get additional approved prescription drugs than our traditional pharmacy benefit, all with the same FEP premium. There's even a cap on the amount you pay out-of-pocket on prescriptions each year, helping you save money. That's the benefit of Blue. Learn more at fepblue.org slash MedicareRx. Do you have a vehicle that your family no longer needs? Send it on its next adventure by donating it to Melwood. Donating is fast, free, and easy. Melwood accepts vehicles in any condition. Give before December 31st and qualify for a 2023 tax deduction. Call today and have your car picked up as early as tomorrow. To get started, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's one eight seven seven melwood or melwood.org forward slash radio. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 515, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville's one-man blockade of hundreds of military promotions has finally ended after close to 10 months. The Senate just moments ago approved nearly all of them at once. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is among those who are relieved. These military officers will now get the promotions they so rightfully earned. Well, joining us live from Capitol Hill, WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Mitch, uh, Senator Tuberville hadn't budged on this issue since February. So what finally changed here? Well, Sean, several factors. The number of military promotions being held up had actually steadily grown to more than 400, and Tuberville was under a growing pressure from fellow Republicans to end this hold, which was due to his opposition to a Pentagon abortion policy. Now, Democrats added to that pressure by threatening to change a procedure so that all the promotions could be approved on a single vote. Tuberville still has a hold on a little under a dozen four-star generals and above, but after all this drama, Tuberville didn't really get anything, including a change in the Pentagon policy. So lawmakers and Schumer are warning that they hope that this never happens again. Hey, Mitch, another big issue is what's going to happen with the aid to Ukraine and Israel, and a key procedural vote is now going to come up tomorrow. That's right, Ann, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he'll bring up that supplemental with the aid for the two countries, but it will not include the border policy changes that Republicans are demanding. Schumer said he would allow for them to bring up an amendment to add border issues, but the Senate's top Republican, Mitch McConnell, indicated that will not be enough, so this vote tomorrow will likely be blocked by a Republican filibuster, and all Also, there was a closed-door briefing today that apparently did not go well with some Republicans walking out. So unless there's some kind of breakthrough in the coming week, it's very possible Congress will leave for the holiday break without approving aid for Israel or Ukraine, even though most lawmakers in Congress actually support the assistance. Uh, Mitch, also we have former Congressman George Santos. He's gone. 
but making sure he's not forgotten. <laughs> What's going on with that? <laughs> That's right. Certainly not forgotten. Santos has a new gig while he awaits trial on nearly 23 federal charges. He's been recording videos on the Cameo site, first charging 75 bucks each, and then he got so popular he raised it to $250. He made one for Senator John Fetterman with a message for New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez, who has his own legal problems. You make him put up or shut up. You st- Stand your ground, sir, and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there. Stay strong. Merry Christmas. So while Santos seems to be having fun making these videos, he's going to need money for his growing legal bills, and his expulsion means no more $174,000 congressional salary. He is still scheduled to stand trial next year, so it won't be a Merry Christmas next year. Mitch, we just can't make this up, can we? We really can't. It's hard to believe. (laughs) Thanks, Mitch. WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Quick look at the top stories we're working on for you at WTOP. man who died in that home explosion in Arlington is, is identified by police, and he had some interactions with the FBI. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has canceled his address to the Senate ahead of a vote on new aid for the war with Russia. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 518. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's get back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, it's another evening and another dramatic truck fire for Vida. Yesterday evening, a truck crash resulted in a fire, a fuel spill, and thousands of nails spilling on 66. They actually had to use a magnet sweeper truck to clean that up. That was yesterday. This evening, it's a landscaping truck that burned the ground in the Springfield interchange, and that resulted, I think, in a running fuel fire. Now, the fire is under control on the outer loop. It is heavy and slow from Tyson's through Annandale into Springfield between the 95 South and 395 North ramps. Traffic gets by that burn truck and the remaining response in now, I think, three right lanes getting by. A couple of left lanes remain blocked, but three right lanes are getting by the cleanup there on the outer loop in the Springfield interchange. 95 southbound, heavy into Woodbridge, 66 west, slowest through Centerville. Rush hour peaking at the Legion Bridge and elsewhere. No drama in Maryland on the interstates, at least not as far as 270 and 95 are concerned. But on I-97, northbound traffic backed up into Crownsville because of a crash near Benfield Boulevard. That should be over on the shoulder by now. Clear sailing on 50 at the Bay Bridge. Crash investigation continues between Wasons and Dunkirk. Route 4 southbound jammed from the Patuxent River past 408. It happened near Lower Pendell Road, where police direction continues. Right now at Window Nation, they're offering you 50% off all window styles, plus 0% interest for five years. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's head over to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center and check in with meteorologist Mark Pena. Mark, what you got for us tonight? You know, we're starting to see a few showers moving into uh, the eastern portions of, or I should say the western portions of the viewing area right now, they're very light to uh, barely moderate in nature, and they are in liquid form. So right now, temperatures across our area are well above freezing. Most areas reporting uh, mid to upper 40s at this time. So as we go into the overnight hours, uh, showers possible, but again, temperatures staying right in the upper 30s to low 40s. So while we were expecting uh, maybe the chance for some snow flurries, it's still possible, but they're basically going to melt on contact, and the time frame for this will be basically between midnight and about 4 a.m. So not the best viewing time. And then as we head towards tomorrow morning, temperature starting off in
into the mid to upper 30s. Some areas might be below freezing, but again, the storm system that's coming our way, it's just basically losing its punch at this point. So just not expecting much in terms of widespread coverage of any shower activity. By tomorrow afternoon, we're seeing improving conditions, temperatures warm into the mid to upper 40s, and that warming trend continues for the second half of the week. We're in the mid 40s Thursday, we're in the mid 50s Friday, and heading into Saturday looking pretty fantastic. Highs near 60 with lots of sunshine. And this comes ahead of our next storm system, which right now confidence is building and would what could be a washout of a day on Sunday. Uh, temperatures in the mid 60s, so expecting nothing but rain. Uh, and we'll be keeping uh, an, an eye on this in the days to come. Uh, but right now, if you have any outdoor plans, try to get them in on Saturday, as right now Sunday is not looking like a good day to be outside. Uh, outside right now, temperatures not too bad. We're in the mid 40s, 47 at this hour in downtown. It is 47 also in Beltsville. And right now, it is 45 in West Springfield. All right, thanks much. All brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up, the eye-popping dollar amount Fairfax County might spend to rename a school there. 522. America's national security is under assault. The National Terrorism Advisory System warns the United States remains in a heightened threat environment. We need every tool to keep our country safe. Congress must restore CFATS, the Chemical Facility Anti-Terrorism Standards Program. CFATS addresses many kinds of threats and is the only program that allows companies to vet personnel against the FBI terrorist screening database. Companies should not be forced to go it alone to combat terrorism. Congress must reinstate CFATS now. Paid for by the American Chemistry Council. Through Project Up, Comcast is helping to build a future of unlimited possibilities. From connecting people to the Internet to opening doors for the next generation of innovators, entrepreneurs, and storytellers, our goal is to create a future that benefits generations to come. That's why we're committing $1 billion to reach tens of millions of people with the skills, resources, and opportunities they need to succeed in a digital world. Project Up, building a future of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at Comcast.com slash Project Up. How can federal agencies address cyber vulnerabilities while also transforming operations? One smart approach is attack surface management, explains Maximus's Michael Sieber, Senior Director of Cybersecurity in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. When it comes to digital transformation, you're looking at a bunch of integration of different software, hardware type activity for security. Some things are going to be interoperable out of the box. Others are going to take some configuration. That's the danger, that misconfiguration, making sure that things are integrated across the board. Attack surface management is where you're trying to make sure that you can see your entire network, understand what the risk is based on the vulnerability that's there, and prioritize that. Make sure that you're addressing the high-risk items first, and then you're mitigating so that there is less attack room for an adversary to gain access to your networks. Visit Maximus.com slash federal to learn more about how to transform your agency's operations securely. You're listening to WTOP News 524. New contract between Prince William County Schools and the Teachers Union could motivate teachers to stay in their classrooms, but the union says one key element is missing. The three-year agreement includes benefits such as paying summer school teachers their regular hourly rates. But Jared Gay with the Teachers Union says the school district's 6% average salary increase fell short of their request for a 17% bump. It wasn't really a proposal. It was what they had already intended on doing in next year's budget. Pay negotiations will happen 
happen every year, which Gay describes as uncommon in collective bargaining agreements. That means that we will be at uh, back at the table in April of 2024. The agreement does mean that teachers won't have to do extra work without more pay. Having payment at all mandated uh, for teaching during a planning period is huge. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. The school board and county workers still have to ratify the agreement. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. All right, George Wallace here looking forward to one of the great college football games every year. Army and Navy. Absolutely, Sean. And for the first time ever, it will be taking place at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. Army-Navy coming up 